record going live welcome everyone to con culture podcast oh my gosh that yeah. was like the shrek <laughs> welcome to the <laughs> <laughs> like. i'm 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 sleep deprived Wait, we could probably make is, we could probably make a harmony with is. that yeah I, we could definitely build on that here. Oh yeah, Juan, start it. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't even remember what came out, Gigi. It's it was not so late enough. It was, welcome everybody to Con Culture Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all I had to add. Your voice is so better, so much better than mine. But I had nothing <laughs> no. To add. So. Um, we are. Where's <laughs> 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 my contribute? <laughs> you nailed it, Brittany. I, I. I don't know where we go from there. This beautiful singing you know, voice of mine. Once you peak, you can only go downhill from there. Yeah, so. I mean, I can't even follow that. Yeah. Right. I am going to share um, in the group that we are live. Wait, live right now? We're, we're, Trey, it's live. It's already there. We have a very awesome it. guest, <laughs> and we're live. Like it's. it's I'm glad Brittany shared. Oh, dang it. Hold on. I have to wait for somebody to share, because if y'all don't share it, I, I don't did. know how to. I did on my on my page. There we go. So y'all can all share that. Y'all know how. Um, I don't. I hate. I hate. <laughs> so did you ever notice that when we Facebook Live that it like does subtitles for us? What? Oh, no. I love that. I think yeah, that's yeah. your setting. I think it's your setting because I ne I've never seen subtitles. I had to turn this to show you, but it literally like gives me subtitles, and it's probably because I mute it. But I still watch it. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I love but it. Spells my name wrong every fucking time. No, just Brittany. It spells it B R I T N E Y, and so, I'm like, so what is that? The right way. The right no. way. That's, <laughs> no, that's Brittany. Mine is Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> so Brittany, uh, we have a guest this weekend. A a friend that we ran into at PAX, Yay! a fellow content creator. Uh, Yay! I don't, we yeah. barely get this show off the ground and Brandon and I like do a gaming podcast at once a month. And that seems a lot for me. I have no idea, sir, how you can do like three podcasts and YouTube <laughs> channel. And I'm, I'm sure there's like a dog show and a whole mix of other things that you're currently That's cooking. That's coming up. I, I figured, I figured. And you did, like, that's not even all you do, because you did roller derby. But I guess I'm giving it all away. Um, <laughs> tell us tell us about what you do content creation-wise. Just give us a little backstory on who Sergio is. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so it was a dark and stormy night. And, no, <laughs> all right. I won't go that far back. But, uh, no, I mean, you, you're, very, you're, very, you're very kind. Um, I've just, you know, um, you mentioned the roller derby, and I think that's kind of where it started. Uh, the um, the public speaking stuff that I've done, you know, kind of started in high school and college, uh, but, you know, parlayed into a career in corporate training. So I was always in front of people. And then in 2011, my wife took up uh, roller derby. And uh, that's where the hashtag comes, or the, uh, the name comes from, Piggy Fatness. In, in the roller derby world, we all have unique names that are our personas in that world. And so Piggy Fatness was my announcer name. I never played the sport because... As much as I was interested, uh, about 10 weeks after deciding I was going to learn how to skate and play, I broke my leg. And I was like, yeah, I think I'll stay on the microphone. And so, 
that was sort of my first uh, real in-depth experience of being on mic in front of people, and the bug caught me. It was it was uh, eight nine years of uh, announcing, uh, doing play-by-play uh, for house um, uh, games around the country and the world tournaments uh, where we would call games, not just in in the house itself, but online. And uh, once I got experience broadcasting on on the internet. That's really when I started to pay attention to what was out there in terms of podcasts and so forth. Um, so yeah, so that that was as the Derby career has begun to wind down. I knew that I wanted an outlet in which I could um, continue to use my voice. Uh, my mom always said, you know, the thing that's gonna that's gonna really propel you, she said, is your voice, and I always took that to heart. And so. Um, it wasn't until several years after she passed that all of this started to really take off. I learned about podcasting. Very dear friend of mine in the Derby world, Smacklemore, is his Derby name. He, uh, I call him my podcast Yoda because he was the one that actually taught me uh, how to begin um, creating a podcast. And so uh, I'm actually in my third and fourth rendition of podcasts. I started out um, with a show called A Few Minutes With. Um, and that was just really an opportunity for me to talk to folks uh, about their passions. Of course, uh, the first probably two-thirds of the episodes were people in the roller derby world, skaters, announcers, uh, officials, and so forth, just having them talk about why they were passionate about roller derby. And uh, that, again, started to grow in terms of scope. And um, as with anything else, you know, projects have sort of a lifespan, and then you start to evolve and move forward. And uh, at this point, I'm uh, I'm finally at a place where I'm doing podcasts on things that I'm really, really passionate about. So I have two podcasts. The first one is called The Three Dudes of Doom. And uh, I've been watching y'all's episodes, and I know y'all do this. And so uh, while I talk about that show, uh, the, three <laughs> <of Doom. laughs> yes. the, background the Three Dudes change. of Doom uh, is uh, myself and a couple of friends of mine, Vic Vespa and George Alvarado. And... Uh, we talk pro wrestling. Um, the, yes. the title is a um, it's a play on the five moves of doom phrase. If you really are deep into wrestling the way we are, uh, yeah, that Juan knows. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so we're the three dudes of doom, and we just talk about um, pro wrestling. Uh, used to be current events until things recently, yeah. uh, and it's evolved into a look at sort of the history of pro wrestling. We do a, um, a legend series. We do uh, rivalries and. We just go back and we talk about this thing we love that we've been following since children, uh, since we were children. Uh, our, our big highlight so far has been that we were all at the Royal Rumble this past January oh. together, oh, and uh, we almost like destroyed each other as we like pummeled each other. We were so happy that Edge <laughs> showed up, and so uh, <laughs> we were in the house when that happened. And uh, so those two guys have been fantastic with that show. And then that parlayed into a project that um, really, really captured the other passion I have, which is movies and cinema. And uh, that show is called uh, Real to Real Talk. And uh, again, along with a couple of dear friends, Paul Britton uh, out of Florida and Susan Chisholm uh, up north, Round Rock, Texas, uh, they've joined me in the last few weeks. And we've been doing uh, movies, cinema. We talk about everything from favorites of ours to review movie reviews and so forth. Uh, those who listen know we have a, a five taco scale that we rate movies on. <laughs> yes. so, you know, we, I love they, it. 
That's the that, only. That's how many like talkers can one way. movie get? Yeah, it's five. So Trey. the maximum. Yeah, the maximum that you can get is five tacos. Okay. Uh, but we we try to leave the door open in case you know you guys have been in situations where you watch something and you're like, this was like so spectacular that Endgame. I can't believe. Yeah, there you go. Well, okay, so Endgame. Endgame exceeds the scale, so it got five tacos plus guac. Oh, so, I love I love that. Now, now we've evolved it further because. A couple of episodes ago, uh, Paul decided that, hey, you know, sometimes tacos are crunchy tacos, which aren't as good, right? So, it's you know. It's a taco, though. Yeah, exactly. Tacos are tacos, but not really. And so um, <laughs> the highest you can get, apparently, and this is going to continue to evolve because we're silly. Uh, <laughs> right now, the highest is it's got to be great, fantastic fish tacos, and that's going to really be, you know, the peak of the scale right now. Yeah. So, yeah, see, now I want so a what's, a five taco. Ta- what's a five-taco movie? A five taco movie is a movie that's that really has every element of uh, not just the story, but the acting. The there, there's evidence of just great cinematography, special effects. You take a movie like Endgame. Endgame could easily have been just action packed, a typical action movie. But what it did is it hit you in the emotion, like in your emotions. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I was so down after. Um, uh, now I'm losing the name of the one before it. Infinity, uh, Infinity oh, yeah. War. Oh yeah. I mean, literally, I I I was sat in my car and I did a live video of like how devastated I was, and then Endgame came out and it was over and I was like, yeah, like this one really got you in the gut. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I didn't. I mean, we've all, we'd all invested 22 movies, 10 years. I had decided. I I started eating better just so that I could get to the final film. And so, <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. Improve my health and make sure I'm here for the end. And then, you know, the, the, of course, Marvel comes out with like, "Well, there's this next phase," and I'm like, "I'm gonna keep eating bad. Like, I'm done." Like, it ended. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> X-Men is coming. So, into do you the know MCU. how many salads I ate? Do you know how many salads I ate? <laughs> <laughs> I earned this. Yeah. So, so those two projects are my podcast projects, and and I, I really I have to say this because. When I started podcasting, every show I've ever done started with me by myself, but I, I learned very quickly podcasting, as you guys know, is so much more fun when you're doing it with your friends. Yeah. And over the course of the years that I've been doing this, um, which really has only been about five years, uh, I've gotten to work with some fantastic people that, that they all began as friends. And so I think of you know folks like Nick Kramer, um, you know, a, a local foodie uh, blogger, San Antonio Stephanie worked with us. Um, Jamie Lee, Leslie Jones, these are folks who, who I couldn't have done my previous shows without them. And now the four that I'm working with on each of the projects, and we're actually, here's a plug, we're planning a super pod where we're going to actually review a wrestling movie. And so we're all five going to come Ooh, together. And hell yeah. Weeks, and we're going to call it a... Uh, uh, fighting with my, uh, fighting with my family. Yes, uh, I love that that's movie. That's It's such a good movie. Page of story. It's, it's the movie, the wrestling movie. I, I knew I could convince my wrestling partner Susan and Paul to watch, and so <laughs> <laughs> has the rock we're, we're, in it. That's all you need. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. just some quick questions from uh, people on. Well, some comments also on Twitch. Raziel Prime, I assume, is a friend of yours. Says you still have to stay alive for Endgame, Sergio. So you must stay alive. And my brother wants to know, what did you give Justice League on the taco scale? And oh, have yes, you heard? I was gonna ask. That. <laughs> have you That's heard? It's gotta be a crispy taco. <laughs> have you but heard? There's a six. Like a there's a six secret move. Have you heard of it? Uh, you know, I can't talk about the six secret move because no it's one can. 
Exactly. So, uh, Test pass. But no, uh, Justice League, goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> I hope this doesn't keep me from coming back. But uh, no, here's my out. This show hadn't started when it came out. Okay. I never... Oh, okay. So. <laughs> well, that's not an out, because now we're asking you, based no, off your... Yep. Based off your current rating system and what so, you remember, what do you give? So I'm generous. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty generous with the with the tacos, but but Justice League for me didn't age well, and so uh, I, I top it out at about maybe three, and that's being generous. That is that's, being generous. That's very that is generous. Very generous. Yeah. I would say that Justice League, like you know, whenever you go to a restaurant and then they have the chips and salsa out on the table. And you're like going through and you're like, damn, these chips are salted perfectly. Damn, like let me dip it in this salsa. Okay. And then you find that one chip at the bottom that's like burnt. <laughs> and it's just like not prior too long. Yes. And Greasy. like it was it, it was in the like little chip, the little basket. Because oh. it, it was and then they, you know, they slammed it down and then that little burnt triangle fell out. And then you're like, I'm I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it because I'm fucking <laughs> hungry. And then you to. eat it, and then you're just like, I regret everything about this decision. I thought, it, I thought it was going to taste good. And then you go, never again. Never yeah. again. And yeah. then they're like, wait, wait, wait. Don't worry. We got a whole basket filled with these little things. It's the extended ones. And then oh. you're like, I don't want them. I don't want them. But I do. Bring out the regular chips. And then there's <laughs> like my husband who's like, you know what? The burnt chips aren't that bad. And you're like, ah! No, they're really bad. You're right, but that burnt the chip, that burnt chip right there was horrible. Yeah. That was the one well, you, you know, did. the burnt chips are bad. They're bad. They leave a bad taste in your mouth Yeah, that, that lingers for a while. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not good. That is what Justice League is. The burnt bad chip yeah. that you can't wash out with your tea after your drink. Yep. So. It's just there. I like this. I like this system, though. The taco, yeah, the taco scale. I like it. Now we we should be more generous with our tacos, taco guys. System, I mean, come on. But we should come up with something of our own. Yeah, we should definitely system. come up with our own rating system for movies. We we talk about movies I'm, I'm willing to lend it out. We, you know, I, you, guys, you guys are my friends. Such a sweetheart. So feel free to adopt. Oh, no. yeah. uh, you're Gobbler. such a sweetheart. How many gobblers? Oh, gobblers. Oh. Gobbler rating. Hey! That's five gobblers. The five gobbler movie. Oh man, there's a road yes. trip in South Texas that created that rating system. <laughs> <laughs> we did a whole secret topic on it like two, three episodes ago. Brittany's dying. Oh, it's so fun. But um, no, it's funny because we brought it up in our secret topic, and it turns out our guest was a rival high school. Our guest member went to a rival high school of this little in the middle of fucking nowhere, South Texas, like. It, it was yeah. small outside of Victoria small. So you got like mm. Victoria was the closest big city. So that's how small this town was. And this high school was, it was comical and hilarious as shit. <laughs> but so your YouTube channel, I want to ask you about, cause we've covered your podcast, <laughs> but what has yeah. me really excited to have you on and just to get people to find out about you was your YouTube video. And guys, there's one in particular that I watched him. It's, I think it was your first or second one where you did the SpaghettiOs. The, yeah. the, like ravioli yeah. spaghettios like i my kid loves them but <laughs> sergio painted this picture of his home life and what it was like and i think he can describe it better but if you want to just give him a quick little rundown of what that video was about yeah no that video actually was that was sort of the proof of concept for myself i just a little bit of background 
I, I've had that YouTube channel sitting there for eight years. And I always, the joke for me literally has always been that I have a face for radio. And I, and it's not an original joke. <laughs> but the more this year, especially, I mean, probably over the course of the last six to eight months, um, I, I do so much in my in my work life telling people about negative self-talk and how to avoid it. And I realized very recently, I said, you know, you're, you're not walking what you talk. And and, you know, that that YouTube channel sitting there, you got to do something with it. And so one day I just thought, you know what, I'm going to get over this whole issue with what I think I look like. And, and I've got enough people in my life who tell me that. That, that's nothing to worry about. And so I said, okay, what, what can I do to sort of prove out this concept? And I went to the store. And, and so back to the whole childhood thing, um, growing up, I was one of six children and my parents, you know, worked very hard to put food on the table and take care of us. And all of our meals were home cooked. My mom would cook, you know, there was no, there was nothing in the way of processed foods or anything of the sort because the, number one, they were expensive. And number two, you know, my mom was, she was one of the greatest cooks I'll, I'll probably ever know. And so she cooked for us all the time. And so I, I remember, you know, as a child, as, as I'm not a parent, so I only imagine that this is something that kids do. They see that bright, shiny container and they're like, I want that. Yes. And I knew growing up, I always wanted to try Chef YRD because, hey, I mean, it's Italian. And so, you know, <laughs> um, so as time went on, it, just, it was just nothing that was ever given to us. So anyway, so here we are, years and years later, I decided to do uh, my first test episode. And I thought, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to finally consume some <laughs> Chef Boyardee. I, just, I literally, I'm literally, I turned 50 this year, had never had it in my life. And so I got a few containers and I was, the, it was that dark chip at the bottom of the basket. <laughs> and uh, it, 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 it came out. His face came out. You have to go watch the yeah. video. Yeah, when it was all said and done, you know, I, I I enjoyed doing it first of all because it was so much fun, and I got great feedback. I got po folks who encouraged me and said, "Hey, listen, you've got something here." And so it's just been about these last few, and this is literally a month and a half ago that this all started, mm -hmm. and you know, seventeen episodes in, I'm having a blast, and I'm literally not only broadening my scope when it comes to food and cuisine. Uh, to now include bad food and cuisine in some cases. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's this thing where I, I've, I've used it selfishly as a vehicle to get over myself and, and gain my own confidence of being on camera. Okay. And then um, for the sake of whoever watches it, it's, a, it's really about making people laugh, uh, you know, making people, you know, helping people have a great time. And uh, yeah, so it's called What Went Well. And it's been a lot of fun to do because uh, there you go. Uh, watch, 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 watch. Yes. Look, there it is. Wow. Well, well. Or that it. went well, I should say. That went well. I don't even know the title of my own show. Um, <laughs> and it just gets nuttier and nuttier. Uh, we, you know, I have a couple of friends who help me with ideas and suggestions. And, I'm waiting on the Wayne's um, Wings episode. It, you know, he did it a, like a hot happened. challenge one. He did a hot challenge yeah. one, Trey. Yeah, what was, uh, Wingstop or I'm salivating. Where now. did you eat? What, Thanks, where were Juan. the wings from? It was it was Wingstop. I'm yeah. a big Wingstop fan, and I I did the top three heat levels surprise. of their scale, and and it's not hot. It wasn't hot, and so <laughs> I mean it it crept up on me the last one, but um, that's when I learned atomic wasn't a flavor; it's just a word, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so you, Juan, and others have commented Wayne's Wings, and oh, I was so close the other day to doing Wayne's Wings, and I forget what happened, but, oh no, you know what it was, I wanted to do an episode, 
and they they have this thing, and this is not a fault. This is their business, and I, I respect it. But that you, they'll only flavor they'll flavor five wings at a time. Yeah. And so I, I was walking in thinking, well, I'll get a couple of each, and then I'll do you know the whole taste test and the show. But um, so I decided to wait for a weekend when I have a chance to you know try and consume fifteen. Yeah, so. well, what you can do is you can also, they have a sampler platter. I think it's like 13 wings, but that's oh, the yeah? only one that they'll do for you. Is that yeah. like one oh. of each it's flavor? Two, I think it's two of each flavor. Oh, um, that's perfect. But, My mouth is watering. Oh, it is so good. We just got BG <laughs> in for the first time. The sauces are next level, I've but gone you have to try. I've in like... Oh, I've seen your post. Yeah, I've seen your post. Wings, wings for you. It, it like, will ruin wings for you. Wingstop will not be sufficient. It okay, just... but Wingstop fries are very good. Like, yes. that is, I love Wingstop fries. Like, it has sugar on them. Like, so, so do funnel cake wings. Powdered sugar. That sure. doesn't even sound like that concept makes sense. But when you eat it, it it's is good. so delicious. I don't even like I, sweet and savory. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be completely honest. I don't eat meat. But I did lick one of those funnel cake wings <laughs> because I was like, I don't know, like I need to experience. We have this. we have a vegetarian friend that when she comes into town, that's her exception. Outside, I, when she lives at home, I she never eats meat. I literally just took it and I just like licked it because I was like, I just need, I need to experience this. I need to know and what it's like. Was, need to know. <laughs> I can't. Just I can't get, around everywhere, just. I can't get the cauliflower funnel cake. Like that's that sounds horrible. Cauliflower yeah. funnel cake sounds uh, horrible. I'm sure they would do it for me if I asked them. Oh yeah. But like, I don't are you sure? That. Yeah. I don't want to do that. But I was like, I just need. So I licked it, and I was like, <laughs> this is tempting me. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I am currently Eden or eat is it, no Eve in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> Getting tempted to eat the apple. And Wayne's chicken. Funnel cake is the is the apple oh, and the sure. snake for sure. Oh my now, god! I have to ask: Does it travel well, or do you have to eat it? Yeah. I know it, we can't eat there, but it travels well, and this is okay. rare. Next day tastes just as good yeah. because no. the flavors it, yeah. the flavors are in the sauce, and the sauce yeah. is so flavorful. Like you said, the Wingstop Atomic is just hot. They have one called the Creeper, which really burns the shit out of your mouth, but it's yeah. flavorful. See, that's really what I want. Cool. And like, well, and it reheats really well. Like if you do it in the oven, well. I'm sure if you did it in the microwave, it'd be kind of weird, right. but that's just anything reheating in the microwave. Yeah. But if you just put it in the oven, like I've done it where I, am cold. I get, I get the, the 10 piece wings and that feeds me for three days. Oh, wow. Like yeah. I'm, I'm literally Excites waiting for the Wayne's Wing logo to pop up. Like I mean, as a sponsor, <laughs> you're right. I wouldn't even need anything out of that deal. I would just be like, "Can we Give me plug you?" Wait, yeah, wait, yeah. I just, I just want to plug you. Can I plug your establishment like, on my podcast? Can I, can I pay you to talk <laughs> about you on a oh, podcast? I'm shameless. <laughs> like one of my, one of my most fun things that's happening right now is yeah. you know trying to build up episodes that you know that I'm going to be doing on on that went well and you know uh, I happened to fall in love with this brand of of hot sauce called Yellowbird um, and a good friend of mine on my behalf without me knowing shot an email to Yellowbird and they're sending me product they're like here like. There you go. And I'm like, okay, hey, Yellowbird, let's do this. Where can we buy Yellowbird? Uh, It's available at Whole Foods, and H-E-B has it as well. 
Um, and so uh, they were just very kind enough to to set me up so I can go pick up some product. That's and so uh, yeah, so I committed are, to doing that. Are they a demo? Like, what is their flavor like? So. Like? Oh, I'm so glad you guys are letting me talk about this stuff. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm a foodie. We're all foodies, yeah. yeah so, and that's where the whole sh the show idea came from, the fact that I've been a foodie for so many years. I love to cook. And um, Yellow Bird just was this salsa that I ran into at the cafeteria at work. Like, that's where the Yellow Bird journey began. And they had put out the – they have uh, sriracha, and then from there you go to Serrano, and then from there you go to Habanero, and then they have a ghost chili. I had graduated – to the ghost chili and then COVID hit and we were sent to work from home. And so I was like, where do I find this stuff? Right. And so I got my bottle of habanero. I'm finishing it up. I've, it's appeared on, you know, a couple of the, uh, the episodes. Okay. That I've done. I just looked it up. I've seen their things. I, uh, I've been wanting to try their habanero ones. You got to try the four horsemen burgers. Amazing. I yep. literally just, no, I, <laughs> I was like, why are you telling me to try that? I would no diarrhea myself faster than you can say diarrhea Sergio like, may have the palate for it but it is inhuman yeah, yeah the, I'm, I'm the the ghost that's what yeah. I it's it's fantastic and it's what you're talking about Juan it's it's that you know because I watch wing challenges and so forth because there's the, the one thing that has occurred like in my life now that I'm YouTubing I mean it's only been a few episodes but I'm watching trying to show it yeah, that's. Hey, we'll post a link below. But, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll post um, a link. Link in the I, comments. I started to watch a lot of folks to try to get tips and learn from those who've been doing it longer than I, and and um, you know, it was just one of those things where the the food is what is the driver, and when I was able to, you know, work in some of my favorite things like the hot sauce, it's like okay, well, I want to talk about this. I want to share with people what I like and. You know, to, to the point you were making earlier, I love Yellowbird because it's flavorful. It's hot, but it's also flavor, which is what you want. I don't, yeah. I don't believe in just heat for pain's sake. Exactly. So, yeah. Like, yeah. whenever, yes, like, I agree with you. Like, I, if I'm going to have spiciness, I don't want, like, yeah, I don't. Just burn I want, my freaking mouth off. I want seasoning, too. Like, I don't want just to, like. <sighs> yeah, right. Yeah, like, Wayne's Wings like, will be revolutionary That's so good. It's so flavorful, oh, like every, and it has so many variants. I think they have like twenty-three different flavors. They do of varying and spice. Yes, yeah. we've been having fun making our way through. Yes, yeah, it's That's such a cultural cool. thing. Do order hours in advance of when you yes. want them. Yes, even during yeah. the weekdays, every time. Try not to do it on the weekends because you're gonna at least three hours of wait mm. time. Um, wow. It's super. You're yeah. not alone. I've never had it either. Yeah, this, it's all over the town. I'm just too lazy to yeah. make the drive. Yeah. Well, and if you want to do the text to order, order it at like noon so that you can. Oh, get I tried that. They, yeah, I got a text back saying we're not doing that right now. Yeah, so. I mean after like two o'clock, they, too, they shut that for down. The day. Yeah. Okay. And then you have to go in and order, and then you wait like three hours. Hey, I'm one and day away from day. vacation, so that's going to be on my plan Wait. for the coming week. Do it. Because yeah. you can totally future, you can like put your order for like 6 p.m. at noon. So when you call right. an order, you can text your order, tell them you want it ready at a certain time, and then you just go and pick it up. Odds are you're still going to have to wait a little bit because it's I'm so in. It's, it's so good. It's worth the wait. They recently fucked up my order, yes, and I was wait. so upset, and I forgave them instantly. What'd they do? Sorry, they, I mean, they forgot my kids' orders. Right. So I had like a 16 wings missing entirely. 
They refunded um, it back, and I just gave them my wings to eat. But yeah, I right. I was Thanks. mad for like a day because normally <laughs> if you like don't include my kids' food, I just don't go to your establishment anymore. Like you can mess up my food all day long, but if my children I don't, don't receive their food, I I don't I can't forgive that. Wayne's allowed me to bend that rule because <laughs> I was like, I don't want anything to do with them. And then the kids didn't finish them all and they were downstairs the next day. And I was like, all right, maybe, uh, maybe we can let bygones be bygones. <laughs> so, yeah. They, they awesome. refunded. They're awesome. Mistakes happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it was partially my fault too. Cause we should have checked. Every time I go in there, I look at him. That's Wayne. Wayne. Like, yep. Yeah, that's actually this Wayne guy's always trees. walking around, like just talking with the customers, and I cooking. love seeing that with an owner. It's or yeah. and he's his, in there. His he's wife there is really it. nice too. Yes, I, I know his wife and his sister. They're very lovely people, which is why I don't think I could ever turn my back on this establishment because I've no. known it since it was inside of a bar, Sergio. My first wow. order took two and a half hours to get to me inside of a bar, and then they got my Man. order wrong and gave me spicy huh. wings, and I finished all of them because they had so much flavor. It was, really, <laughs> I was literally I crying, it. drinking soda, like using every napkin in the building and then had to go wash my face afterwards. But I ate them all. <laughs> everything. So, Man. yeah, I can't rave about them enough. Okay, okay, so I feel like just what we've taken out of this is that we all need to order Wayne's Wings and, and then all need to be on surgery. Sergio's. <laughs> yes, like, we need to be on his episode of wings. all of us just yep. stuffing I'm, our faces. Yeah, that's actually, it's funny you say that because I'm, my, my sort of next concept of what I'd like to layer in is exactly that, is interview, because I still love talking to people about things they're passionate about. What is it that you, you pour your life into? And so my idea is, you know, a, a situation like the one we're in right now where, you know, while we talk, we eat and we, you know, maybe there's something we share. You could have, uh, have your guests yeah. bring in their favorite dish for you to try. Exactly. That would be yeah. a great concept because I would bring like my favorite tacos from my favorite restaurant to your yeah. show, and that would be what we try. Oh, that's so well, cool! The door is open, team. Oh, the door is open. I'll bring a bunch of burnt chips. <laughs> I would bring. We should all bring. I our would favorite. probably bring Chico's tacos. Oh, that's probably what I would bring. Chico's tacos. I love Roy's. I love Roy's on Old Highway ninety. I'd literally been eating it since I was five years old. And it's still there. It's hole in the wall, hole in the wall on old Highway 90. Like you oh, lock your doors as soon as but you the drive into the neighborhood. The walls are the best ones. Of course, yeah. they always, always the are. Best. And Wayne's is abs- falls into that category oh, yeah. of hole in the wall. Yeah. Same with Big Bib Barbecue. I need to oh, try yeah. that still. I haven't. Just down the street. Yeah, it's wow. so good. Dude, Wayne's it's is up. right down the street from you. Then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very close to Wayne's. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you got to do uh, that. Yeah, and that's the thing is I use the show to often to support local, and it's it's such an important concept, and you know, it's such an opportunity to support. Uh, I, I I you're talking about Wayne's Wings. I I was literally going through the website, and I got this warm and fuzzy feeling just seeing the pictures that they have up. Yes, and you Wayne see those people Wayne. when you go in. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah, it's it's. Yeah, there's a there's a burger place uh, called the Lord's Kitchen. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Mm-hmm. And again, hole in the wall place, but their burgers are some of the best in town. And and so yeah, uh, episode coming Huge up there. Burgers. So they're on the list, Trey. Yes. They're on the yep. list. We gotta go there. <laughs> yeah, me and Trey were gonna go to Papa's Burgers on Old Highway 90 as well because our friend said they're 
They were voted one of the best in Texas. They're that oh, good. Wow. But a big again, statement. Yeah, it's a bold statement, but it's been proven like they've got several plaques on the wall. But yeah, we could talk food all day, but we have news. Yeah, oh yeah. We, news got other news. News. we have other news <laughs> besides food. <laughs> um, we got some new looks. hungry and bothered. Some new looks and some new news to, to watch. Um, new looks, the boys. Brittany like messages to the group as soon as the drop. They dropped like a clip uh, from the boys, and we got introduced two. to the character. Yeah, two clips. The, the first opening scene and our introduction to Stormfront. So I don't know if you're familiar with the boys, Sergio. It was an oh, Amazon yeah. Netflix show. It was a cultural phenomenon, so I think everybody knows it. But Stormfront is the quintessential Gen Z Instagram living, like her inclusion into the seven, and it seems like she's taking <laughs> taking the spot. Yes, yes. She's like Instagram and living, and she's totally shitting on the behind the scenes stuff. It's like, yeah, I'm in here with these fucking boomers type Gen Zer. <laughs> and apparently she's like super strong. Super strong and comparable even to Homelander in strength and power. So I'm excited Ooh. to see what yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with her. Cause you already see the frustration in Homelander's face in this clip where he's just like Great. Well, because the way she drops the bomb on him, too, that she's a part of the Seven now. Yeah. That was the thing. He had no... He's like, okay, now we're going to move on. And she's like, oh, you didn't hear? I'm a part of the Seven. He's like, what? Like, I have to deal with you now? Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's on his face, because he's on camera. He knows he's being Instagram live, so he has to be Homelander. But yeah, he can't show anything other than being, like, the poster child of America. Yeah. Yeah, and that comes across in this trailer. So the animosity is already there. And you know, at heart, he's an asshole. So it's going to be good to see them clash. And I'm so excited. I, re- I loved season one. I can't, I can't wait. I, lo- I thought it was a brilliant show from top to bottom. Yeah, I agree. What would you say, Brittany? I said I'm sorry. What is that? I can't hear that. Right outside the window. Oh, it's what fireworks. It continues. I'll just mute myself. Yeah. Oh, oh. fireworks. It is almost I thought the it was like somebody, like it sounded like I Layla, thought, like clomping around in shoes, like your high heels. And I thought it was like a gunshot or something. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> hit the deck. Scared me. I froze. Yeah, it scared you frozen. What I like, I know. What I liked most about that clip, though, is. I mean, I, I know Juan knows this, but in the comics, Stormfront is a man. So I loved the way that they turned mm-hmm. this into a woman. Because sometimes that can be difficult to change the genders of a character and still have it portrayed properly. But I'm yeah. really digging what they did with her. Yeah, 100%. I, yeah, I agree. I, I think, Isn't... I, well, I, I was going to say, if you do it for the sake of just like, I want to make a female character... And there's no real reason behind it, or you don't add anything new to the character. I think you really run the risk of just doing it for its sake. That's, I think, what happened with Ghostbusters. The female cast, although funny, hilarious, great, very talented women, didn't add anything (laughs) to the Ghostbusters universe. So it was really, it seems like a publicity stunt. It seems like you're doing it to do it. They're just like pandering. Yeah. It's just like, oh, like, look at that. Yeah. And I don't like think I, I don't I don't get that vibe from Stormfront though, at all. 
I think yeah. Stormfront's going to be a badass character. What are your thoughts on Stormfront or just boys in general season two, Sergio? Are you hyped for it? Yeah, no, I am. In fact, uh, I was listening to you, what you guys were saying. And as someone who was introduced to this, you know, this story from the show, I, I wasn't familiar with the graphic novels. I knew they were out there, but I've never read them. Um, to know that Stormfront is cast counter to, you know, the, the graphic novel, that's huge. It's because I, it, it made no difference, obviously, in my mind, because I didn't know. But it, she was already so impactful in that, what, two-minute clip? Uh, I was... I literally, I, I, I watched that trailer or that clip actually. And literally my wife was sitting on the couch across from me and I was like, uh, September, uh, mark your calendar. Cause the boys <laughs> are back. And back. yeah, I know I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Wasn't in the, in the graphic novel and I might be completely off with this, but wasn't Stormfront not only a male character, but wasn't he, I'm going to say he referring to the comic book, wasn't he like a Nazi character or something? Um, there's like, I don't think he was an I, I don't think he was a Nazi character, but I think he was a protagonist. Like he was not a good guy. Like okay. I mean, none of the boys are really good guys, but I mean, he was really like a part of like I want to say a part over there. I don't remember correctly. It's been a long time since I've I, actually looked into the graphic novel, but I don't. I think haven't he was read him since like fuck. I don't even want to say it because then I feel old. If y'all don't know, put it in the comments below. I might be thinking about a different character that they're bringing. No, I think it is Stormfront. That sounds familiar. The little first few minutes that you get of the like opening scene, and I like, oh, what's his name? The one that dresses all in black. How he's got like the freaking Uh, like, and he's like trying to be the little girl (laughs) with the bunny, and I'm just like, oh my god, fucking fucking noir. Oh, that character. So, so good. So, so good. But yeah. That's I'm going to go rewatch the boys now. Like, oh, yeah. I love that. Show. I feel like I have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think before yeah. the next right series before comes, comes out, out, yeah, you have to just binge it. You got to You got to know what's coming next, man. You can't you can't just. And I'm curious to see what happens with a train. I really hate being left on that. Hang, that like yeah. cliffhanger of what happened with him. And was it Starlight? Like, I need to know what happened. Like, mm-hmm. he was like, what, ODing or something? And I'm just like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. I... they Oh, and then the whole thing with um, Homelander and his son. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on with all that? Like, that was a huge cliffhanger. And you're like... What? And then his wife's the, alive. Yeah, in the preview, that I think they show Homelander and that boy, like, standing on the roof. Like, almost like he's, like, teaching him. So I'm curious of, like, has the other guy just stepped out of the picture and, like, Homelander's like, I'm going to make you like me. Because I, you know, I wanted a family. That's why he's so crazy, you know. I yes. wanted love. I wanted family. And I'm going to obsess of the, like, over this kid. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, Nick in the comments said uh, Stormfront had a fight with Homelander. I didn't want to say that or give anything away. But yeah, uh, Stormfront is a member of the Seven in the clip, but uh, not to give anything away, Stormfront is going to be a a problem for Homelander. I just don't yeah. know if they're going to write it like the graphic novel, and she's going to be a direct conflict, or if it's going to be yeah. an internal conflict. They can mm. they can change it up. So uh, and Noir is well, insane yeah, exactly. in the comics. Nicholas says, yeah, he's fucking nuts in the comics. So I like that they're changing things enough, and I don't have a problem with that because yeah. Marvel did that 
with uh, Into the Spider-Verse, they made some changes. And also, mm -hmm. just in the Spider-Man continuity and in the Marvel continuity of the MCU, no. we had some changes. And as long as it fits the universe you're creating and the narrative you're creating, it, yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. We have to think, too, that some things look better in a comic book and translate better in a comic book. And then some yes. things look better translated another way in an you know, in a film. So, so not everything translates to the other one very nicely, you know. Like, a comic can bring you in by the way that the colors are in the pictures, and so it gives you a certain feeling, you know, and mm -hmm. that's hard to translate into film, so you kind of have to just take your assumption of what that's trying to portray to you. It's all about the design yeah. of who's 100%, doing it. 100%, 100% true. But um, that's, we have that coming, so that's a new look. There was also a new clip. There was a new Candyman trailer. I don't know if you guys have watched that horror yeah, film. Yeah, so good. There's a new teaser trailer for Candyman that actually shows footage from the film now. If you haven't, I highly recommend you go watch that. Because the director's on point, original cast, so I'm fucking sold on this film. It is my son's favorite horror movie. Yes. And I love everything Jordan Peele does. He can do no wrong in my book. Mm. Cause yeah, knock it out of the park. Once you deliver that many high quality projects and you show that your level of suspense is second to almost none, like I'm in. I'm gonna trust whatever what, movie. What else pump has out. he done? He's done us, he done? the movie Us. Get I don't out. know if okay. you've seen that and get out. Yes. And the oh, Twilight okay. Zone? The new Twilight Zone series. <clears throat> I love the new Twilight Zone it's series. Him. That's him. He's the guy narrating yeah, at the beginning. He's so good at, right. at thrillers. Like oh, he's so, so how do you never think that he's such a brilliant comedic actor? Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. He's, he, Us was a mindfuck. That movie just... He's twisted. Yeah. Like, he's, like Trey said, he's a brilliant actor as a comedian, but as a director, he's like... These ideas oh, are Hitchcock. so fresh. Yes. Like a, like a new Stephen King. Yes, oh, yeah. it's very fresh. Very fresh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm super excited. He's oh, brilliant. 100%. But that's not the only thing new. Disney is working on some redesigns. To their park. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Splash Mountain, but <laughs> I'm so excited for that. <laughs> companies, oh companies are yeah, companies are trying to remove racial, racist, okay. not just racial, racist or racially insensitive things from their programming, from their films of past, from their parks, from their <laughs> products. I'm sure y'all know Aunt Jemima's getting taken off, like. There's so the Lando Lakes butter Native American lady was removed. There's a hilarious meme by the way that it says, "This is so American. You take the Indian off, but keep the land." And the butter has no Indian and just yeah, it was <laughs> it was so savage. It's one of the funniest memes ever. But but yeah, no. Um, Disney so is great. doing that with Splash Mountain because yeah. there are aspects of that ride that are racially insensitive and come from an era where it was okay to... It wasn't okay, but it was normal to see minorities portrayed in comical but mean ways. It was comical to them at the time, yeah. but it was just disrespectful, rude, and ugly. Um, I'm so excited about this. I think this is good. This is... Oh, my God. How many of us have wrote it? Many a time, and I've, every time I've I'm just it. like, I watch Belinda and Joetti ride it. <laughs> I don't do rides. I think it is going to be the. It's going to okay. You know, whenever they released the Frozen ride, they they changed the Maelstrom ride in Norway at Epcot 
yes. to the Frozen ride. And I was there on the day when it opened and I saw the record-breaking time, like lines that they had. It was like five-hour waits. This is going to top that. Like, oh, there's, yeah. there's no way that this gets anywhere below five hours on like the first month that it's open with the princess and the frog and all that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. totally. In like, in like merchandising and production, because that's such a brilliant idea to transform that because I mean, it's so perfect of a ride to be that. So it already has the feel. Yeah. yeah. Miss yeah. opportunity. So I'm glad that they're taking it because I mean, that's, kind of how you feel when you go through it almost well, and then the thing is like people that are like huh, they're changing splash mountain and i'm like okay well where were you complaining whenever they changed tower of terror into guardians of the galaxy yeah get out of here get out of here with your racist bullshit like the haunted mansion when they changed that for a while yeah, yeah like i'm like you constantly cannot... retooling redesigning exactly like as things hollywood studios star wars they bring in they bring in things that are that need to that make the money hi like yeah. princess and the frog people love princess and the frog and tiana is my absolute favorite princess because she's from new orleans i'm from new orleans she's the, she loves cooking i love cook, like i i that was the first princess where i was like oh i feel her like i relate to her That's so awesome. much and like the fact that she's getting her own freaking ride and she's gonna be up there with like like snow white has her own ride who else has her own like Peter Pan, like, you know, it's like, she's getting a freaking huge ride. Like the, one of the biggest ride attractions that they have. Yeah. Oh my God. One of the most iconic Disneyland ride attractions it's is now going to be the be princess and the frog. Beautiful. And with the new incredible technology that they have, because let's be oh, real. Oh yeah. I see what they do with like fireflies. And exactly. Yeah. The technology on there was so dated because it was like built in what, like the, like the technology like i've ridden the frozen ride at disney world and it is uncanny and makes me uncomfortable like there's none (laughs) of the like hi (laughs) let's be honest what it's a small world after all you do feel brainwashed yeah yeah like no but their new animatronics don't even do that like Gigi said they're so smooth and fluid Oh like, yeah. Literally watching, I I I cried on the Frozen ride, it's watching right. Elsa build the ice castle because she's like full on like movements and doing everything. <laughs> Elsa. Like, <laughs> they did for the Avatar like were mind blowing, and then they're talking about now doing a live like an animatronic Spider Man. Yep. Yeah, they're doing Spider Man rides. Marvel rides are going to start getting yeah, in there. It's, it's, it's going to be so freaking cool. Like. Good riddance to Splash Mountain. Like, imagine being on a roller coaster and it's like probably like a free hanging one where your body's like hanging and you're strapped in, and then just having Spider Man like cross in front of you. Like, I would lose lose your shit. I'd cry. I would be so awesome. A 10 year old me would mind blown. (laughs) I think think World of Tomorrow (laughs) needs to just be Stark Industries redone. Like, the ride that's on Epcot, I think you should do something Stark Industries with that. That would be dope. That would be dope as fuck. Just do Stark industry stuff because you have Marvel. I, that ride is so boring. I like it. I'm I'm a history nerd though. So, but yeah, I could totally no, see how it, someone would find it boring. It's boring because the animatronics are half of them are like. 
<laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, no not wrong. They're like, <laughs> but but yeah. Not only are they retooling their rides, um, they're retooling their films. Pirates of the Caribbean has a new cast member added. Yeah, um, Margaret Roby, Harley Quinn, is is she's gonna be a pirate, y'all? I don't know if she's gonna be a pirate or what exactly she's gonna be in that movie, but I'm excited to see what she can do. I- I, I hope she's like some like, sea witch. <laughs> what about a mermaid? Cool. Or Ooh, a siren. Oh, a mermaid or a siren. I'm good with I both. I think that's what she would be. But I'm not excited about... I'm so over the Pirates movies. What? I think I there's am. more to explore. I think yeah. we can do more. And it's a good Johnny Depp redemption thing. Yeah, no, I, I feel I like it's Star Wars. Wars. We need to let some stories just fucking yes. die. <laughs> yes, it's like... The rum can never be gone, okay? Yeah. We can never run out of rum. And if you redo it, get rid of all of the last cast. I don't want to see anybody else. I don't think it's a reboot. I don't think it's a reboot. I honestly think it's a continuation. And like it can be like relatives if you want to keep the storyline going. But water of Captain Jack Sparrow. (laughs) What do you think, Sergio? Are you done with Pirates of the Caribbean? Or you know. I, I was listening to what you guys were saying. I have to say, I I remember after the last film thinking, I think this was a push too far. I I really jumped the shark. You know, all the effects were still there, the storytelling and so forth, but it was just it felt it felt tired. You know, yes. and, and and I you know I'm excited anytime that you sort of reimagine uh, again, like you said, one if this is a continuation. I, I've got to see the rest of the cast before I sort of one, you know, start to really wonder or care about where this is going to go. But Margot Robbie is on fire right now, yeah. um, and so that in so and of hot. itself gets me curious. But it's a story that when I heard when I saw this release about her being part of the franchise, I thought, oh, I hope this is just a complete uh, departure into another realm of the pirate world where you know it isn't going to be the, the former cast. Nothing against the former cast overall, but. You know, because I enjoyed the first three. I really, really yeah, did. Yeah, me too. But it just got to be, it, it's it's like, Fast and, and the this Furious. is sacrilege to some, it, what, nine. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say five diehards. This is a point where it's like, okay, when you can't even come up with creative titles for a movie, it's time to maybe lay it to, to rest, you know? What number so is we'll this see. one? I think it's six. This would be five. I think it's six. In I the comments, somebody know. said Pirate Six. That's sad maybe. that we don't know. I think that's true. That's sad <laughs> that we don't know. What pirates? Are we on the third one? Did you remember that? Maybe how many pirates the are one, there? The one with Rambo? The one? No, no. Yeah. All right. I Maybe too see, many. Well, the last one was Dead Man Tell No Tales, right? So I think right. that is I think five. that was five. Yeah, so this no, is six. Right. You got the Curse of the Black Pearl. See? See? But. But you could get a Rocky Balboa out of this. Uh, uh, you, no, Rocky no, Six no. was amazing. Rocky Balboa yeah, was okay, such a good this... movie, and Spark Creed, which was also Rocky an amazing Balboa movie. was a replacement to Five. It doesn't land in the same camp. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, so you're thinking it was a makeup for the Tommy Dreamer one? Until that made. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, I agree with the Orlando Bloom thing too. When they got rid of Orlando Bloom, I was like, no, I'm off. I'm yes. getting off. I'm getting off board. He was my favorite part of the Pirates films. I like the original three casts. I don't think we needed everything we got after. All of the extra nonsense. It was I'm, cool. And the visual effects were like groundbreaking. The score was fun. But 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna oh. have to agree with all y'all. Y'all sold me. It's it's time to put it to bed. Like the prequel story that they did a bit with Jack Sparrow and like how his like crew abandoned him and how they invaded and all that when like the younger bit, but like some of it I'm just like, we're just reaching. Like we we I think we all kind of know what yeah. was being said here. Like, come on, yeah. let's be real. I just put it out. My my last ruling on it as terms of how I felt was when you when you watch Javier Bardem and aren't impressed, that to me is not a successful movie. So, yes. Agreed. Yeah. They're they're just jumping the shark now. And for those who aren't old enough to know what that term means, it's uh really uh, GG. Yeah, I just feel sad. Oh geez. <laughs> I mean we needed it. I agree. We needed it. We needed it. Wait, what is that little that squirrel? <laughs> yeah, you think you think that's sexy? Watch our next topic. This is some sexy shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of feeling really old, um, some most of the kids won't even know where the fuck this show is from. From a little <laughs> thing called music television that we had back in the day. Oh, that was a thing. Music videos. Now it's Donut <laughs> Channel on TV. Yeah, now it's MTV, but music is long gone from it, and reality <clears throat> shows are all the thing on it. This was a series. I honestly don't know how they're going to remake this series. How do you make Beavis and Butthead in this PC super sensitive era mm-hmm. that we now live in? Like, there's they're gonna either they're going to offend everyone like South Park, or they're gonna That's skate. They're gonna, do. they're gonna skate and not get edgy with it, no. and it's not gonna be as funny. They're gonna be like South Park, Brittany. I think yeah. we need to do a Beavis and Butthead cosplay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like that looks. We could do that. We could uh, do that. You could like make us totally the shirts real quick with my circuit machine. It wouldn't take but a few yep. minutes. Do it. Do it. I need y'all to cosplay Beavis and Butthead <laughs> <laughs> and go on the journey. You just need to get laid. You just gotta get laid. I fucking love everything about this movie. Dang it, so one. Juan, I know you're a wrestling fan, and I, I'm not sure if the rest of you are. But my, when I saw this article come up, one the very thing I thought was this. This cannot become WWE ECW. Like, you know, a watered down version of Beavis and Butthead just doesn't yeah. work. Yes. That's that's my fear with it. I agree. I agree. It can't be like extreme wrestling with no extreme wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's not going to work. Beavis and Butthead was good because it was just, it pushed it pushed some big bars. Yeah. It didn't give a shit. I guess it depends where it is. It more definitely in a camp kind of culture who can't handle some things and this show won't last but a month before it's off sadly <laughs> enough yeah, it'll cancel the, the shit out of justice they're gonna cancel the shit out of it the first anything they're just gonna go at them yeah they need to whack off in a uh, hank hill's camper again or the hank hill like character he inspired hank hill them two were whacking in my camper <laughs> yeah there's so many like hilarious shows that came after that were a result of this that springed off. Um, but I, I, I like Daria. Daria was probably one of my I favorites. Daria was a good we one. We could do that cosplay too. Do Daria. I'll be her sister. I've been wanting to With be the, her like, sister. The hair, you know what I mean? The black hair, right? Y'all are she so like, edgy. Like, like, Fuck, was oh, it really I mean, that edgy in the early 2000s and late 90s? Were we all really that edgy? Daria's, Daria's redhead sister who's like, Mm. 
I, like I could be the sister and then Belinda could be the edgy one with the short hair. Yes. Daria. With leather jacket on. She's and we great. could do it at the new, uh, we could do swimsuit versions at the new. Colossal Con. I don't yes. know if you heard that, uh, Sergio, but Colossal Con is coming to Texas. It's a swimsuit style con where people cosplay swimsuit versions of cosplays. Wow. At a water so. park. I will not it be will be in until a, then. Yeah. <laughs> Road Rock City, which is just barely outside of Austin, so it's only like an hour and thirty minute drive for all of us. Yeah. So I like it. See all your faces. It's nice and close, and we'll be in a resort. I think it's November twenty twenty one is what they're shooting for, which I think hey, is a realistic date. That's my birthday month. We're gonna have to do it up then. We are gonna I'm, have to. We're gonna have to. Oh, I that was thinking about going to nervous. Vegas. No, you gotta you gotta wear your speedo, Sergio. Yeah. Well, to. that's the thing is, I like one of the next things I'm gonna try is I'm gonna finally get into cosplay like for the first time. I saw yeah. your comment. Yeah. I saw your comment in our nightmare. And I'm like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. No, I saw <laughs> me, your comment. I saw your comment in our nightmare yeah. episode, and I was so hoping you did go through with that because he I'm, really that's did. That's my plan, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna want to. I'm trying to do anyone. Yeah, my plan. And by the way, his page is amazing. His his social media is amazing. Oh, um, but uh, my hope is to develop a kingpin from Daredevil uh, cosplay. Yes. So yes. That's my goal. I just do it a little. But not in, <laughs> <laughs> not in Speedos. Not in Speedos. I think you could do him in Speedos. At least in trunks. I'll obviously Trey's get there. going to do Speedo. Yeah, Trey's going to do a Speedo cosplay. He's going to do Speedo Happy, Speedo Peter. Speedo, speedo Cap. Captain. Yeah. This Trey, is going to be Trey in a year. Yeah, that's going to be Trey. Yeah, I'm going to stop. Trey, this is going to be me. Oh, I'm gonna... She's going to do Peggy Carter, and she's going to be, like, oogling Trey for the photo shoot. <laughs> so, yeah. We're going to do it, Trey. We just got to not eat till then. Yeah. Just no exactly. more food, no food at all. Get <laughs> on to this workout train like me, where you yeah. can't physically walk. We're about, to be, we're about to be the fit podcast. Brittany started Shit training. Pack. I've started training. We're going to start working out together and getting super swole. So I'm going to do via airbrush. <laughs> there you go. Right, that works too. That works Smart. too. Smart. Smart. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. I'll, I'll, I'm okay with airbrush. I did it for Maui. I did it for Maui. I had a little bit of muscle, but I did not have that definition. Nor the tattoos, because I would never let a t- needle touch this body. But um, yeah, Beavis and Butthead isn't the only thing coming back, guys. This one, I'm a little more excited about. Nervous I'm a little more. Ex- I'm nervous too because I, we've had some failed reboots, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is getting an animated live-action film, or that's a kind of redundant or counter stupid, but CGI a CGI re- theatrical version of it's a movie. It's like Lion King live-action. Lion King live-action. Real movie. turtles. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Sergio, Nicholas says you should do an old-fashioned body, full-body bathing suit of Kingpin, like one of them 1920s. Ah, yes. I feel like that's very canon for Kingpin. Like yep. wrestling singlet type? I think that would work. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. He's got a big old floaty. <laughs> I could definitely see that. I could too. I'm in. I feel like Peggy would have like a little... Like a cute little vintage swimsuit. I agree. I agree. She would look amazing in a swimsuit. Oh man! But yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If I can give a little bit of prop to Nick, Nick has been Nick has been trying to get me to do the Kingpin cosplay for about three years now. So you need to. You need to. It's time. 
It so is he does a, he does a he does an amazing tenth doctor. It's, nice. Yeah, man, it's yeah. fun. And when you find your thing and what makes you happy, Night Mage just has just really inspired me to go with it. It's your version. It's your fan art, as Brittany says. It's your fan art. Go do it and love it. Like there's. It was that interview that kicked me over the over the line. I was like, no, nope, it's time to do it. And mm-hmm. I totally was inspired by that episode. Same. That I did one TikTok with too. Gigi, and oh, I know, and I love it. I love it. So cool. Yeah, I felt cool doing it. Like ah, it was so perfect, and it just really gave me the confidence I needed to just go for it. So I'm all. All right, that's it. Tonight I'm filming TikToks. Go. I'm I'm with you. I will reply and I'll film my own so you can do at them. Okay, Suki. Um, <laughs> oh my but, god, my hair is I straight. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I've had vodka, it. so I'm like a loser. No worries, the turtles. I am excited but nervous, like Trey said. I don't want them to fuck it up. I didn't like the last theatrical attempt. What um, are the rumors again? Like Seth Rogen about- is rumored to be producing the film. No word on cast or director. I think that is so important. Casting the right actors. The big question for me. (laughs) Yeah, don't cast him. If he produces, that's fine. (laughs) Cowabunga, dude. I'm losing. Him to voice all of the turtles. No, what I want to know is more important than anything. Like, yes, director is important. Cast is important. Are we getting CGI turtles again? Or are we going to go something back to like the old school turtles that I grew up and love? Puppeteer like behind you on. <clears throat> I like, yeah. And it did the like dark crystal. That puppeteering, that's what looks good. Looks do a real. mix. Yeah. Do I a think mix. a mix have these, Have those suits and then like slightly animate the faces some more. Like Deadpool. Deadpool was a great yeah. example of that. It was an actual suit, but his eyes and reaction on Spider-Man's also were CG because you can't do that with in any other way, I think that is that's a great... What they, that's exactly what they did in the Dark Crystal. They did all yeah. those puppets, and they did all puppeteering, but they, they said that they would use a little CGI to be able to animate the yep. faces just a little bit just more. And for the background. Like, they're doing it with Baby Yoda, too, in The Mandalorian. It's like, here's a little puppet. Sometimes Look at this little animation. are better yep. than yep. computerized. You gotta blend them. It's still a thing that's learning and growing and if you can't execute it properly don't do it at very all true, very we true. all love we all love the suited version and nothing's ever compared to it yeah. let's all be honest i mean I, nothing is ever close to it and go i think up to that take that into account and go back to the way it was yeah i agree i think we need practical effects mixed with cg that would be great and cast gg as april o'neill that's what i said it, it had yeah. to be said she's a great april right? o'neill yeah so I just never cast Megan Fox and I'll be fine. <laughs> God. The dumbest April, April O'Neil ever. I was, that was a horrible April O'Neil. Sergio, are you nervous about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle reboot? You know, I, if I'm honest, I'm not simply because I have not taken part in the franchise. Um, I've got to go back and catch up and watch. So Have you um, never, you ever know, partaken? No. I mean, the cartoons, some uh, in my younger years, but when it came to the films, I was... There, there was a point in my life where I was uh, just not into certain types of films, and that's where those films landed. So by the time the most recent one happened, it was so not in my wheelhouse that, um, you know, it's like anything else. I hear you guys talk about it. I get curious and excited, especially with the movie show now, that, you know, it's it's the kind of thing that will make me go back, go back watch, to the beginning. and then we'll you know, get some be pizza. prepared for this one. Watch ah. the 1990s <laughs> version of the Turtles, the, the first one. 
it's probably the best because it's gritty. It's an underground film. It's a cult classic. The practical effects, like Britney says, look so fucking good. And it's yeah. comedic, but it's edgy. Yeah. It has some edge to it. This, I think, is going to be a made-for-kids movie. Only, it's the only like what a little series of movies that I've ever felt that I really thoroughly enjoyed 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I love the time I travel three way. Like, yeah, make... like I, I normally don't like sequels as much as I like the original, but I love the original. But I actually like the sequels as well. Yes, you won't be disappointed. The, the super super shredder in the sequels. Uh, my brother says no glasses for Donatello, please. Yeah, we don't need you to change the way the turtles look <laughs> and how they you. are. Thank you. I think they're good the way they their classic look. Mm-hmm. Go back if anything. Go back to the. To the original, you shouldn't have to add accessories to pronounce that personality type. The personality yeah. type should be through the acting, yeah. not whatever they're fucking wearing, so yeah. you can identify who the fuck they are. Knowing, oh, knowing your yes, that made me so mad. Yes, it's like, oh, the smart one has glasses. Yeah, they were accessorizing like beads on okay. fucking Mikey. I didn't like it. I, it was, it was no, I'm good. But Sergio, I think from what I know about your preferences and how you've rated certain films. You would love the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle trilogy. It'll be so. The new ones would be like two tacos, maybe. Yeah, the new <laughs> ones would be like two tacos, but I think there is a four, four to five taco in the original trilogy. For you. All right, so. I will. I will make that part of my vacation viewing, and yes. I will get back to you guys. So. I love that he does that. I love that Sergio does that. He'll literally have like a movie. He used to do it in theaters, where he's like have a day of watching. Oh, that's awesome! Pretty much everything that's in theaters. He's like, yeah. hey, just got done watching this. Now I'm going to head into this theater and watch this. And he What's your go-to this... theater? Oh, yeah. What is your go-to theater? Well, gosh, I'm a big fan of the Palladium um, just because it's got everything. It's got food. It's got everything I need to be able to camp out. Because every, every last Saturday of the year for the last seven years, I've done a five-movie marathon. And it's just about indulging in what I love. And, and so, um, yeah. And, and that's, again... Movies is, is a passion. I, I was doing a, and I say was because the number of days that are left, I, I actually set a goal to watch 300 movies this year that I'd never seen. Because I'm one of those people that go back to movies that I love. They're, my, yeah. they're like my blanket Guilty. of comfort, you know, because oh, yeah. I'm literally watching The Hobbit, you know, this yeah. week. But um, I'm, I'm at 81, so I'm not going to get the 300 because there's not enough days anymore. But it's just the quest of trying to open up um, my scope of movies I haven't seen, and yeah. it all started with the fact that I haven't seen. You're gonna kick me off the show. I haven't seen ET nor Ghostbusters. So, <laughs> watching your reactions, I love it. Uh, but that's the thing is is I've got to expand my scope into movies that I've that I hadn't seen in the past. So having this conversation about the Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, it's like okay, I, it it falls well within the goal that I'm trying to hit and. Yeah. You know, and it and my goal is was was I can say this now because I don't know that I'll get there. But before the year is out, I'll watch those two. The comments that said, was kick be, them out. Those two, those <laughs> two were going to be yeah, exactly. Who are you gonna I call? knew this was going. I knew this was going to happen. But uh, no. So the the original goal was that uh, two ninety nine was going to be Ghostbusters and three hundred was going to be ET. And so you know, my wife has hung with me for thirty years, even though I haven't seen ET. She's she's still threatening to go. Your 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 wife is a superhero, guys. Y'all gotta meet her sometime. She's so fucking phenomenal, just as a human being and as a strong woman. And just, oh, I could talk about her for days. But uh, (laughs) but my wife hasn't seen ET, 
Star Wars or Indiana Jones. So you're only forgiven because I have to forgive my wife for not watching those. But no Ghostbusters, man. You know, it just for whatever reason, I just never was interested in in the film. And the the cast members are such that you would think legendary other movies. But yeah. And and I know. And again, I'm at a point in my life where I I know I have to. It's it's time. So if you're going to review movies, you got to see some of the the original. (laughs) You do. You got it. There has to be some flagpole classics where you're like. I didn't like it. It wasn't for me, but I did it. And here's my don't, flag. Just don't ask me about John Hughes films. So. What? How are you <laughs> from the 80s and you don't like John Hughes films? I was an action movie uh, fanatic. So, so was I. But to get the babes, you got to watch some, you know, some, <sighs> some John Hughes. I, I, have, I have penance to do, but that'll happen this year. <laughs> I'm loving it. I love, I love that you always experiment creatively and you always try to expand your horizons on movies on food and on social media one year you even did where every day guys he picked a new person on his friends list and he like said something kind about them or how they met and just basically blew them up with how amazing they are he did a new person every single day for 365 days that's the kind of person sergio is which is why i was excited as fuck to have him on and um I, we'll see Super what exciting. we'll see what interesting secret topic we come up with because we're at the end of the recorded version of the podcast. What? <laughs> I podcast. Yeah. So Sergio, do you know where do they find you? Give us the YouTubes. Give us the the handles. Where do they find you on the Instagram, the Twits, the Grams, Facebooks? How do yeah. we? How do we get a hold so, of you? So if you if you follow on Instagram, if you look up Piggy Fatness, P I G G Y P H A T N E S S, Piggy Fatness is really the easiest place to find where all my stuff is. Because on Instagram, I have my YouTube link up, on my bio, uh, on my social media, uh, there are pages for uh, that went well. There are pages for uh, Three Dudes of Doom and one for Real to Real Talk as well. So. All of that is accessible on both Instagram and Facebook. Um, and yeah, that's that's really the best thing uh, to do is, is search for that. Uh, the YouTube is the, the most recent project that I'm hoping to continue to expand. Um, and that, again, has its own Facebook page and more to come. Definitely. That's and awesome. we're so man. excited to see what you come up with. Yeah, and uh, we want to be on the YouTube you show. We're going to bring our favorite dishes and we're going to potluck it. it and- oh, yeah. I, I, I mean it when I say the invitation is open. I hope we can do that because I would love to have you guys on any one of my projects, and if not all of them, uh, um, you guys are always welcome. Yeah, we're all movie buffs, so I'm sure we'll find a way to supercast, collide podcasts and stuff. I'm looking forward to it. All right, so that's it. That's the live, guys. Thank y'all so much for being here, for chiming in. Um, oh, man, Flight of Dragons, Plague Dogs, Watership Down. Those are some animated classics that Nicholas recommends. Uh, geez, Fight of Dragons. I haven't seen any of those, Nick, so I'm going to have to fucking do my homework. I'm going to do that. Uh, I love that Brittany. Stuff. Brittany is cracking our brains open as far as anime. She's like going and watching everything <laughs> and coming back like, you bitches got to watch this shit. And we're like, oh, man, yeah. Sorry. I'll get on it. I'm, I'm trying, so sorry. Bro. I'm trying. I'm mad that I, I slept on anime for so long and never really ventured into that genre ever. And then once I opened it, I'm like, this shit is good. Like, I'm not kidding. The last one I watched, I hard cried. And I mean, 
hard, hard cry. And I was like, why am I so upset right yeah. now? Like, it was just, it's just so mind-blowing that, how beautiful they can do this animation and the stories. And it's, that might be our it. secret topic. We might have to talk Sergio and see what he knows about anime. And if not, shame him on the secret topic. But thank you guys for tuning <laughs> into the live stream. We are done with the live show. Thank you for watching. We're out. Peace. Ooh. Recording the secret topic. Secret, secret topic. Super secret topic. Secret, secret, secret topic. Secret topic. Ooh. Secret yeah. topic. <laughs> secret topic. Time. As you can see, we spare no expense on the secret topic budget. Sergio. Can I hire y'all to do a jingle for mine? Yeah, 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 what yeah you, totally. Give, give us it, one. Let's go. Yeah, we'll we'll do it. We'll do it for any show you want. Let's we, do it right now. You can rent us. We actually do them all live in original every single time, <laughs> mainly because we don't write down lyrics nor remember the words to our songs, so they're always don't, original. Like, we don't create sheet yeah, music. We don't compromise. Gotcha. We're real artists. Speaking of real artists, uh, anime was something that did not come up on there. I want to know because I myself slept on anime literally until my children forced me to watch Naruto. And was converted ever since. But have you or do you partake in anime, Sergio? Sitting in my briefcase, I have three or four DVDs that Nick uh, gave me because I have I, I remain sleeping uh, on anime. Uh -oh. He's really trying to get me into it, and and it's really I'm I'm really really curious. Um, yeah. I, I just from a time standpoint, that's been the thing that's that stopped me. But uh, I've got Cowboy Bebop. Um, and there's a few other titles that I love uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, well, and and so you know, he he basically brought like nine or ten different DVD or uh, uh, Blu-rays to work, and he's like, pick something. And when I picked up Cowboy Bebop, he's like, yes, my son. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the force is Ooh. talking to you. <laughs> yeah. So no, it, I I wish I I wish I knew more. I wish I'd started sooner. I wish I'd started at all. But I really am curious. And Brittany, hearing you talk about it, it's like I I think I'm gonna have the same reaction, uh, in being fascinated by it. It's a whole I, lane of storytelling I never knew exactly. existed. I never knew yeah. existed. I think Trey put it best. Like it's a whole way of experiencing cinema and filmmaking that we just never were privy to being on this yep. side of the planet. So yep. seeing it unfold, it's like watching films for the first time. And some are hit and miss. Some just don't resonate with you. So you yeah. can't get into it. But when you find the anime that's your anime and you're like, this is my shit, it's life-changing. It yeah. is literally life-changing. Well, and you go in search of the next one. It's a fix. What was the title that was, it was the Scarlett Johansson uh, movie where she played the title role. It was just Ghost recently. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost in the Shell. Thank you. I I saw the anime of that before seeing the movie, and I was I loved it. I I oh. thought it was fantastic. Um, and again, I'm familiar enough with with the genre to know its style and so forth. But I really want to start exploring the stories and and the it's such a wide range of things that are out there. Yeah, like, you can uh, go comedy. That, you can go yeah. drama, super horror. action, horror. Whatever you're into, you can find an anime that'll just strike that chord in a yeah, different it's way. It's a rabbit you hole. You can find that hentai. I'm ready yeah. Hentai? <laughs> a hen? A tie? No, no, don't get, leave me. You get a hen? Don't leave me. A tie? Hentai. There we go. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Take me with you. Yeah. No. So, so what should what what should my gateway be? Like, what what are you guys? What would you recommend? Ghibli films. Okay. I think we all that's a, If we're going to bring those guys into the mix, to me, there's anime. I'm sorry. I, I feel like I sound like a snob every time I say this, but I feel like I have to define it. There's 
Studio Ghibli by Hayao Miyazaki. Those are which art. is a, that's like a league that's of their like own. Japanese Disney. Yeah, like beautiful films that you know, like like you said, have a fresh take on storytelling. And then you have anime, which is you know very quickly drawn and it's beautiful in its own way. But to me, like when you look at Studio Ghibli and then like stuff that Funimation and other folks are putting out, it's like those are quick drawn beautiful pieces compare. of art. But then you look at Studio Ghibli, that's pure masterpieces art. Yeah. So, so if you want to start from the top down, Marvel. You gotta if watch you're both. Yeah, like story. I mean, Chibli's are beautiful stories, but right. I also think you have to take anime into consideration. Are you looking at anime films or are you right. look at anime series? Because it just depends mm. on how much time you want to dedicate. It's you a know? rabbit hole. So. Avatar. Yeah, and that's that's an American uh, anime. Yeah, uh, and it's and it's so a beautiful good. one. Uh, so good. If you want to dip your toes in, I guess it's a good way to dip your toes. That's a good one into what yeah. anime is because it's the Americanized version. So it. Uh, gently puts you in before you go into your harder ones like Attack on Titans or Ajin or, or My Hero. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, One, One Punch. Oh. And the cool thing about it is it, it's all you. It's all you and what you're willing to watch. I watched the first three episodes of My Hero and I just couldn't get into it. And it, it's time. I'm sure I'll get around to it and I hear nothing yeah. but good things about it. But it didn't resonate immediately with me and I'm so short on time that if you don't get me in the first three episodes... Probably you not. You and gonna... your brother are like that. Like, I watched this show. How many episodes? I watched the first episode. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like not it. a snob. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not a snob. I just watched is called The Promised Neverland. It is a new anime. It was released in the winter of 2019. So it's brand new. There's only 12 episodes, one season. Episode one, if you finish episode one, I promise you'll have to finish the rest. Because episode one. You know how, like, most things, like, the plot twist, like, it comes later? They give you that shit at the beginning. That's awesome. I don't like so horror, So you see though. this whole cat and mouse situation throughout the whole season. You're like, it's, like, more of an intense, like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Like, that kind of feeling throughout the whole thing that you get. You're, I don't want to reveal any of it in case yeah. anybody wants to watch it. Because I truly knew nothing about this when I went into it. I just kept reading reviews, and it was reviewed so well. And it does give me that animation feel of Demon Slayer. It's very clear. It's very cut. It's very contrasty looking. And I like that. For me, if an opening song of a series isn't very good, I'm kind of done with it. Um, I have to get hyped when I hear it. You know what I mean? Anime, like I in anime intros are a beast unto themselves, Sergio. You oh, will find okay. that as you go through your series and movies. If it doesn't have the hypest intro... Like, yeah, it's like, dance, 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 dance. yeah, I'll be at work like, all the time, just scenes. like in the middle of my work. My ringtone is the My Hero Academia soundtrack, yeah. and so like if I'm in public and it's like, and I'm just like, yeah, that's my ringtone, and then somebody's like, My Hero, and I was like, yeah, okay, good. Well, y'all yeah. need to be my anime Yodas and give me lists. My, what is that? I don't even know what's that's going That's the on. Demon Slayer opener. That's my ringtone. Oh, oh. gosh. I will. <laughs> I think Trey and Brittany are probably a little more, or probably Gigi. Uh, more experienced. Gigi and, Trey, yeah, Gigi and Trey are probably more experienced on being anime Yodas. We can only tell you what we like in our limited experience with gotcha. anime. Um, but, yeah. I will say, it, and, and the anime that got, I mean, other than, I'm, 
ignoring Sailor Moon because I yes. watched that when I was a child. That's a guilty and pleasure I, anime. Yeah, I love like I own all of the manga of Sailor Moon. Like I'm obsessed with Sailor Moon. Um, I like I love that when I didn't even know what anime was, but I was like I loved this. Anyways, but the anime that like got me into anime in my twenties was it Bison Wolf, and it's like not like. What, do you not like Bison Wolf? No, no, no. You you glitched. You glitched for the title. It's called um, Spice and Wolf, like Spice and Wolf, and it's not like a typical anime. Like it doesn't have the girl that like, and I'm not putting. I love anime, but it, it doesn't go into the whole like school girl like. Answer. Like oh my god! Like you know, it doesn't have like that whole feel to it, which I I love animes that are like that too. So like I'm not putting it down. Um, yeah. but it's like. The lead, fe- she's like a, the lead is a strong female, and then the lead male, like they have a really awesome dynamic where she's not like they're like, oh no, help me! Like it's, it doesn't play into like the whole anime trope. It's it's fresh. A lot of it's fr- well, it's from like the nineties. Um, mm. It's really hard to find, but it's really good. It can be. Like some people, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's just so boring," and I'm like, "Because it doesn't have all the like slow burns to build." Yeah, no, and that's what it is. It's a a slow burn show. It's not like the My Hero Academia's where it's like immediately there's like, "Oh, they're fighting monsters!" Immediately, like it's not (laughs) like that. It's very like it's a historical, historical with some like you know gods and stuff in it, but like. It's like a historical anime, so it, it's very—it's like a period piece, and I freaking love it so much. I have the manga of that too. I'm obsessed with I it. I think one that I could recommend to you, just because, again, the little bit I know from what you've rated other films and projects, you're a fan of comedy. You like funny oh, yeah. movies. One Punch Man yes. is a great like. It's only what twelve to fifteen episodes, Trey. Only one yeah. season. It only has yeah, one season. There's another one, but. You got to dig for it, but the first season is easily accessible. One Punch Man is so funny and and comical and is almost, I would compare it to like a Will Ferrell film. Mm. Yeah, what if Will Ferrell was Superman? If Will Ferrell was Superman. (laughs) So not Megamind, though. Yeah, that title sounds familiar. Yeah, One Punch Man is definitely an anime. He looks like a grown condom. (laughs) Yeah, he looks like a grown (laughs) condom. He's, I'm in. That's why I have One Punch Man is hilarious. One Punch Man. I always Home forget condom. about that one. Yeah. Sorry. They're they just realize the internet's not working, so they're <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can disconnect it, but I don't think it's working. I gotta probably call or look into the tech issue. But you can try it because I'm connected to a different internet. I have two okay. internet connections in my home. I was like, well, how are we for that reason? Yeah. For it's that reason. No. I got a router. I got a this is how tech heavy we are as a family. I legit have a downstairs internet service and an upstairs internet service. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Because I do not want my compromise. Our own server in our house. Yes. So. Your husband gets <laughs> me on a spiritual level. For real. Mm-hmm. He gets me. Yep. But yeah, that'll be my We're recommendation. We're getting two internet. Trey, what's yours? Trey. My what? What's your recommendation for Sergio? Just throw one out there. For anime or for anything in general? Or anime. 
anime. And then anime. anything. One of each. The first ones I fell in love with were um, Pokemon and Sailor Moon. Yes. Pokemon. And then Dragon Ball Z. Gundam Wing is hey, also hey, a really hey. cool one. One, bro. One. Well, let him do that. Gosh. Gosh. Well, I mean, that's I'm going to look at Trey. One of the six. Yeah, there yeah. is no one. <laughs> Not with Trey. <laughs> there is no one with anime. Yeah. yeah but it is, it is very much so like that. When you find your series, like you're, you're in and you're sold yeah. on them. What about you, Britt? What do you want to throw at him before Trey does his anything recommendation? Um. <laughs> Okay, um, if I had to strongly record, I mean, I'm I started anime with DBZ, so I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan. That's my my baby. That's like, but that's like, I feel like a lot of people like Dragon Ball. Um, but as far as like newer things that I really really like, I absolutely swear by Demon Slayer. Um, it is such a, I I realize that I like the darker animes. I like the more serious tone to animes i like i don't like the like the magical They're girl not kitty. stuff at all. i don't like the that's probably what i like yeah, yeah. I, you would I, like spice I'm and a wolf fan in general so i like darker things so like the promised neverland is it's a psychological kind of like anime like this is something that you actually like you're thinking you're watching and and even when you think you know it all you fucking don't like i like i like those kinds of films so i like my guilty pleasures which is like my dragon ball my hero and all that you know like your fighting stuff i like that but i also like the really dramatic ones like demon slayer and the promised neverland that i just watched or um the Corpse Party, Tortured Souls. It's only four episodes. It was. It came out a long time ago. But if you like gory stuff, now that's some fucked up shit right there. <laughs> um, Hard pass. We could have a whole discussion a on podcast, Japanese gore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Japanese gore is a thing unto itself. But, Trey, what's your anything recommendation for Sergio? For anything? Yeah, you said you had one. I figured it was already ready. Here, well, I have my anything recommendation. Get it, yeah, go. Get it. Oh, this is a sh- okay. Anytime somebody's like, okay, what's your favorite movie? This is the movie that I always say because I could watch this movie and I have watched this movie like a thousand times in a row and it does not bother me. And I feel like that is like the best, like, that is what you look for, like, in your favorite in movie. movie. Yes. Atonement. It has Kira uh, Knightley in it. Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't. I haven't. It's, oh. it's James McAvoy. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Be, I think what I like so much about it is like it's psychological, but not a thriller. It's one. It's a very heady movie. And there's so many layers to it without it feeling like Inception. If okay. that makes sense. Yeah, Five yeah. taco like, movie. Yeah, it what'd you say, Trey? Five, Five taco, taco movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like seriously, I could watch I was because my husband the other day asked me, okay, if you had to watch a movie for twenty four hours straight, what would you choose? And I was like immediately I was like, Oh, I'd watch Endgame. Yeah. Like duh. But then I was like, actually, no, because I feel like after a while, like because it's so you get so hyped up with Endgame and I would be like, I feel like because you have, you know, you'd have to watch it for 24 hours straight. And I was like, you know, I think I'd watch Atonement because that movie is heady enough where I, I don't know. It's like you're, it's kind of like a yeah. mystery film. I don't know. Atonement. Sorry. I recommend it. Yeah. Atonement. I'll, what about, I'll look it up. What about you, Trey? What do you recommend for his 300 films that's not going to be 300? 300 <laughs> films. 
So just one movie. Just one movie that stands that's, out that's, to you. You don't know. That's, that's impossible for me. I know. Like one. One right. movie. So you keep on thinking about it, Trey. If you can narrow it down to two or three, uh, then we'll do that. And okay, it has to I be something he hasn't seen. We'll do three. I can do three. Yeah. What about you, Britt? Um, I can only narrow it down to two. So Okay. Um, well, he may have seen one, so it's probably good that you got two. Um, the Green Mile. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. an absolutely outstanding movie. And um, The Dark Crystal, because, I mean, I, I love that movie. So very yeah, fun. Those are... Have you seen them? I've seen both, and they're fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good ones. All right. My, have you seen Eatman? IP Man. Eatman. No, but it's on my list. I, it's on my watch list. I yeah, need to. that's the one I would add because it is, like Trey said, a whole cinematic experience that I never knew existed. Normally, yeah. I wasn't into subtitle movies. That changed, and that is what let me enjoy anime because this film was probably one of the best made films I personally have ever experienced for me. The drama, the heartache, the the character, the depth. I love and the action, the fight sequences and martial arts is so fucking good that awesome. um I'm just I can't say enough about it and I can't wait till you watch it. I want to know your thoughts on it. Trey, what are your yeah, thoughts? <laughs> God damn it, Trey. Trey is like, like surgeon You're like Gonzo like with a, you're like Gonzo life. in a strip club right now. Movies are my life. Milo and Otis. No. Twilight. No. <laughs> if you've never seen a horror movie, I strongly recommend um Sometimes They Come Back. That was the reason I even started watching horror genres to begin with. Jeez. Was that movie? It's by Wait. Stephen King. What do you got, Trey? All right. I kind of liked Gigi's thing where she's like, if you had to watch one movie for 24 hours, what would it be? Yeah. That gets you thinking. Mine That's would be awesome. Back to the Future. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I would sure watch he, that. I'm sure he's the original hours. one, though. Yeah, the original. No, that's, that's a classic. Yeah. Um, but all-time favorite movies, my top three, <clears throat> is Hook with Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, yep. um, then... Forrest Gump. Oh yeah. And then I couldn't watch their favorite, Gump. yeah. The Fifth Element. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. Okay. One so, of the very first episodes uh, I did on the movie show was was to talk about the Fifth Element. Like nice. it's just like everything you would it want in a so sci-fi well. movie, and it's it's a love story. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. It's, I mean, Bruce Willis is an asshole as a human, but man, is he good in that? I'm not a thing, a lot of boom. That movie was far beyond time. What's the fifth element? Are you serious? I've never seen it. With what? Bruce you're, you're joking, what? joking like that's not a real thing, right? You've never seen the fifth element? I've never seen it. Lilo Dallas Multipass? Multipass? Multipass. Multipass. He knows. He knows it's a multipass. It's a multipass. Go watch it now, Gigi. Like, I'm on Voodoo. It's, on, it. it's on Trade's Voodoo. I was to watch Demon Slayer. Hold up. This is, oh, no, this is faster, more first. important. Fifth element, I'm sorry. Fifth <laughs> element first. Fifth uh, element first for sure. I am a meat popsicle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you classify as a hu- uh, negative? I'm Ron a meat popsicle. Ron is by far the best character in the whole fucking movie. Uh, uh, Ruby Rod. <laughs> Tell us, sir, are you nervous in the service? Do you find out what no. the fifth element is? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do. Okay. And it does yes. that scene actually makes me cry every time I see it when Mila Jonovich uh, basically 
Yeah. Well, it doesn't give anything so away. I feel like I feel like I'm with Trevor and Caden right now because that's what they were doing all day. They were making me watch our show, and they're like, "Oh, oh, she's the she's the protector oh. of this thing," and I was like, <laughs> oh, "See, well, that's Darth Vader, and that's Luke's dad." Yeah. No, it was like, no. Stuff like, you gotta, like, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. But that scene this, does make me cry every time. Dude. This is literally one of the moments where one of the movies that when someone says they haven't seen it, I want to be there when they do. Like that's yes. how important this movie is. Yes. And and it's so great. I mean, geez, I, I, I want you to come back and tell us what you thought because. Yeah. It's, well, let's start a group yeah. chat, and I'll just like video yes. myself with reactions. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Wait, Trey, it's on your voodoo. Yes. Yeah, I'll it's on his voodoo. You need to watch it. It's so Where the good. Heck yeah. is my remote. Chris Tucker, Bruce Willis, like uh, Luke Besson, Ian Holm. Sir Ian Holm. Yes. Is in yeah. yeah. And he yeah. played such a good role in that too. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know where my remote no. is. Gosh, yeah, but that's, that's I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin it. That's it. This this secret topic never disappoints. It let us learn a little more about each other and our yeah. guest. Now we're all just gonna go shame Gigi in the corner. Thank you guys for listening <laughs> I, to the secret don't topic. Know where my is. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of here, guys. Thank y'all so much for listening. Peace. Goodbye.